Rigged as she was, the Medusa could sail very close to the wind. Heading north, with a steady west-nor-west breeze, she had more than an edge on the Verite. James had watched the crew ease the braces to loosen the mainmast sails so that they would not draw their best, eased just enough to look from a distance as though the Medusa was really trying to get away. He had also done a quick sketch of the crew, putting the kedge over the side, four barrels lashed together with just enough ballast to keep them below the surface. This, acting as a drag on the ship, further reduced her rate of sailing. James, using the excuse of his inexperience at sea, was determined to make his brother explain. And not only for himself. He was the only one who dared ask— and it was plain from the looks Harry was getting that James was not the only one who had doubts. "'I confess that I am an ignorant lubber, Harry, but I can smoke a risk as quick as the next man, and since you're the one who's always harping on about taking no chances at sea, it being such an unforgiving element, it seems a strange way to be going on.' Much nodding of heads greeted this remark. The crew, especially after their recent successes, had a lot of faith in their captain. They knew him to be a proper seaman, equally at home on the quarter-deck of a hundred-gun ship as on a minnow like the Medusa, a man who had been at sea since before he was breached, and who'd had charge of all classes of ship in all manner of weather, a man who'd survived the terrible carnage of a proper sea battle, for Harry, as a junior lieutenant, had taken part in the Battle of the Sand. Their captain had spent more time afloat than he had on land. He was the type to be careful of his ship and his crew, and, given that nothing could be sure at sea, they felt safe in his hands. A few reassuring words, and all would be well. There was only one problem. He didn't know what to tell them. Was his behaviour a hangover from his navy days, an ingrained desire to do battle with the enemy? Or was it the streak of unpredictability in his nature which had caused him so much trouble in the past, trouble which had placed him here aboard the Medusa rather than on the quarter-deck of a man of war? James deserved an answer. Yet how to describe something made up from so many strands of experience? Harry was, quite literally, at home on water. He knew the elements, all his senses tuned to pick up the constant variations in the weather and the state of the sea. And he knew, just by looking at the verite, a whole mass of things which would take forever to explain. He knew that the plan he had yet to fully form had a reasonable chance of success. He had observed the way the frigate was handled. How to distill that into a simple reply? If she came out looking for us, we must find a way to discourage her. Surely the fact that she cannot catch us will suffice for that. Not so, James. How we must have hurt the French trade. Our name and activities here, I think, stung them into sending out a warship to either take us or chase us away. I suppose we should take that as a compliment. That still doesn't explain why we are not doing everything in our power to avoid them. James gave Harry a look that made it plain that he was not going to be fobbed off. I am not obliged to explain my actions, even to you, brother. Harry said this quietly with a smile. Not always a gentleman, he still felt the need to treat James with respect. How different his brother looked from the gaunt creature who had come aboard at the beginning of their voyage.
You're ready enough to explain everything else we do. Why not this? James picked up his sketch pad again and with quick strokes started to draw Harry, an action which had one purpose. It allowed him to remain silent. Harry's smile grew even broader. I have obviously not explained fully that aboard ship a captain's word is law. What about a brother's word? Such distinctions do not exist at sea. Harry indicated the verite. But since I have brought you out to sea to make a sailor of you, I see no harm in continuing your education. You're wasting your time, brother. I'm only fit to haul on a rope. If father was still alive, he would disown me. The idea of James, even now dressed in a smart buff coat, hauling on ropes, was absurd. Harry, yes, they were similar in appearance.